Hey, what's up everyone out there? Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of the Addicted Fishing Podcast. We're back in it two weeks in a row. It's a miracle. <laughs> you just jinxed it. Oh, and, man. and we'll see you in two months. <laughs> no, not true, not true. Before we get this thing off, we want to say thank you so much to our sponsor, Nick Wax, for sponsoring this podcast. We appreciate them. If you guys want to check them out or see more information on Nick Wax, check it out down below. We talk about it during every podcast, so I'm not going to spiel it every single time, but shout out to Nick Wax. Thank you. We appreciate it. And today... We're going to talk about some summer Chinook fishing, I think, again, because we still got lots of uh, salmon opportunities coming at us daily, seasons opening and all that jazz. So what do we got, Cam? We got some, they extended yeah. it on us a little bit, huh? They extended it. They had a meeting today. So we're filming this on the 8th of July, filming, recording, whatever. It's a podcast, Both. right? Okay, same yeah. thing. Cool. So yeah, on the 8th of July, they had a meeting and they basically said we should, we could afford to have another week of uh, summer Chinook fishing with the allowable impacts that are going to be on the run, which was completely under forecasted by about 50%. Wow. So yeah, they kind of missed on that one, but yeah, good news is there's some fish and now there's some fishing. And honestly, I went out today and it was, I mean, I was m mildly entertained. Like awesome. it was a decent day of fishing and there's some fish out there still, and they're still pouring through about 1500 a day going over Bonneville. So yeah, they give us a week till July 15th. Um, hopefully you're hearing this before that closure because I think that's what we're going to be talking a lot about. Um, but yeah, yeah. But we're going to talk more about. We'll talk some techniques and stuff too. And as as everything with this podcast, guys, what we're going to try to do from now on is give you like you know about five ten minutes or so of updates in the Northwest, and then we're just going to talk about about fisheries. It might be talking about salmon. We might be talking about a specific technique or steelhead mm -hmm. or whatever it may be. Just because we know and I see the comments, there's a lot of you guys out there that aren't from the Northwest that love listening to our podcast. So. We're going to try to keep it consistent. And another thing we're going to have consistent is from now on, this is the podcast. We got Josh. What's up, guys? We got Marlon. We got Cam. It's going to be us three recording the podcast every single week. We're going to try to keep it to that consistency. Originally, when we started the podcast, it was all Josh's idea. He's the one that was like, dude, we should do a podcast. That'd be dope. And then just over time, Josh got a new job, transitioned into doing some other stuff, and he was working later, so I wasn't able to get here. But now he's settled down. Things have settled down. We're going yeah. to try to get back to consistency. Yeah, I'll be here consistency again so and i went back and listened to a lot of the old podcasts and i miss having josh in them so if you guys don't like him that's why I'm he's here <laughs> <laughs> what is there not to like about josh that's come true. on that's true that's true that's mr true. handles that's true so some yeah. other updates we got if you guys didn't know we did release our summer apparel drop on our website if you guys are watching on youtube exclusively because some some of you are getting to watch this exclusively shout out to our members that are members of the channel josh is rocking one of the Both. one of the jackets right now and a hat and i got a hat yeah. on cameron typical to form is wearing nothing addicted nope. but it's he's addicted. Got a hat on. Addicted. Oh, oh. he's wearing his face, face mask here but shout out to short oh. bus because yeah. he is wearing a short oh, yeah. bus short bus yeah. shirt but yeah, I got my addicted old. This is OG stuff now. I mean, is this could this be considered OG? Oh, that is. That is old. Dude, like old, old I love them. <laughs> but anyway, we dropped it on the website. So there's a bunch of new apparel, hats, sweatshirts, jackets, lots of new stuff on the website. So make sure you check that out. And I don't think I have any other updates. We did we talk about last week that we had a new live feed sponsor, Stevens Marine. So shout out to Stevens Marine. Mm -hmm. Awesome, awesome company here in the Northwest. They've been selling boats for over 50 years. So they are a new partner of Addicted. We're going to be making a bunch of boating content with them, so make sure you check out the YouTube channel if you haven't. I think that's all we got for updates. Now we need to talk fishing. That's right, and like we were talking about. You're tying up some rigs I'm right now. I'm tying up rigs right now. I'm getting ready to go to the ocean, though. But Kim's like I mean, half awake right now. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like day 11 right now, just in a row. I mean, we, we even fished on the 4th of July just because, well, it was so good. Mm -hmm. and the ocean was so nice, so we couldn't resist. Uh, 
but yeah, no, I mean, things have been popping. Damn counts have been good. But like we were talking about earlier with that Summer Chinook uh, season extension, what they didn't apply in there, if you didn't notice or haven't figured out yet, is uh, no steelhead and no sockeye. Yep. Um, unfortunately, they have come to the conclusion that the sockeye run, even though it was upgraded to 340000 yeah, up from two hundred seventy-nine. Wow. Uh, they figured that they couldn't allow any other additional fishing, which kind of makes me wonder because most, I would have to assume that 80 to 90% of the run is probably safely over Bonneville untouched. Oh, uh, you look at unscathed. the numbers up on the upper dams. Well, it's starting to drop already. too, right? Big time. It, right. Which, so I don't know why, um, the Washington manager during the compact call would assume that we'd have fishing as good as we did. When we had twenty thousand fish a day pouring through the river, it's about twelve thousand. When now today. it's twelve thousand at Bonneville, which means theoretically, and anybody who any understands uh, salmon pol or salmon, uh, you know, running timings, and that it's probably considerably less. Down yeah, I here. would say even like if you look at the numbers for like the Dallas Dam and McNary Dam, it's no, like dude, it went back up again. Seventy percent of those fish, it went back up went. to thirteen thousand. Still. Yeah. But that's what's at Bonneville. Like, but what's seventy percent of those fish have already made it past the Dallas. Oh, true. Made it past yeah. the yeah. Marys. Right, right. It's like those fish are going to make yeah, it. Yeah. Unfortunately, morning. Washington has a fish manager right now in the compact call that I think he has. I think he thinks he needs to overthink everything. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, he's uh, he is definitely not an advocate for the sportsman, and uh, I would definitely not that's like great. to see him in uh, that position anymore. And I think a lot of people have the Isn't same like-minded ideas. How do we get him out of there? I don't know. Isn't that the one we just got recently? I think so. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, but yeah, he's huh. a, yeah. I just, yeah. I guess, I've never understood why has, we I'm, don't wait for our allotment to get over the dam and then fish on. Right now, there is a problem <laughs> with that because you look at like spring chinook and you look yeah. at, you know, you can't have the KNI system or not like the KNI, but like a lot of fisheries like in Alaska, they do not fish until they meet escapement, mm -hmm. like. Um, you know, some of the sockeye runs, like even some of the biggest commercial fisheries in the world, like up in Bristol Bay, they don't even go until like sonar counts around the region basically say, okay, the, the, so much fish have gone by. The problem with Bonneville is that Bonneville is 110 river miles upriver. And it, by the time you would actually get the, the full escapement there, you know, that runs already by like the whole lower yeah. river. So it's got to be managed to a forecast. And even then, they still apply a buffer. Like basically an oh damn we screwed up the numbers part every, to that too year. which we which we generally get back later in the season once the number has proven itself and you see that with like spring chinook um, you see that with fall chinook and uh, and the like so yeah, it's a little bit more difficult because some of like I said going back to those sonar things some of those are just like right in the river mouths you know right past those first points. And once they get, you know, X amount of fish over, they're like, get them. And most of the fish are in the bay. That'd be really hard to do yeah. at Bonneville. Unfortunately, I wish it was a little better because I think it'd be easier to manage for them. Yeah, yeah 100%. It so, 100%. It, uh, but yeah, it's just kind of the way it is. But no sockeye, no steelhead fishing, which unfortunately the steelhead, the steelhead fishing. steelhead, I, I kind of agree with them. Look at the numbers. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, no, the numbers are But down. I don't know that that's going to help either. the numbers for the next four years to come. You know, no, not letting it. It looks pretty sad. It's pretty crazy how bleak it is. No, nope, it's not until we start fixing some of the other bigger problems that the steelhead are facing. But there's just been a refusal. We're gonna have to have to a whole that. podcast. I think we need to have a news. Is it, you don't want you don't want the live feed ran on this no, one either, but no, okay, I think we're gonna we'll have around. to we're gonna have to save that for a podcast where we just talk about. Let's just say I hate birds. Issues. <laughs> so yeah, we don't have to go doom and gloom because at least we had three hundred thousand sockeye. I mean, that's pretty incredible. Right, and and the summer shift run that was supposed to be, I mean, forecasted to be like 
one of the lowest in the last 10 years, yeah. like came in, I mean, almost, I mean, more how than double. Over, how many are over? More 300,000 almost? No, 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 no. No, I thought you were talking about Oh, yeah, Sockeye. So, summer Schnook, 124? What? No, it's 60,000, no, I think. No, 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 that was Schnook total. Adult total. 69. Yeah. Almost 70,000 prediction fish. was that's pretty 35, good. 38. So double. That's one of the stronger summer Schnook rounds we've seen in a while. There was a couple right. years we got over 100, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll 100 was like the gold though. standard. Yeah, so, I mean, and you we know, smashed and, and them fair, those years. And to be fair, too, like, when it comes to a lot of their salmon predictions, like, the last three years in a row, they've under-predicted the upriver bright component of the fall run and you know them under predicting that i wouldn't necessarily is a bad thing it makes management a little easier in case the sport impact and the sport quota goes over uh but yeah it's it's uh it's it's interesting because like i said you're right it's it's like predicting the weather and i'd rather have them probably be under but it's it's a good sign that they're missing yeah. these forecasts because who knows what's lurking out there coming yeah. in for the fall yeah yeah exactly so what's been working, Cam? Because you're one of the few that's probably been fishing a lot. I mean, honestly, like today was the only day that I even fished summer Chinook. I uh, went out today, and um, water's still a little more turbid than we're used to this time of year, and it's a little cooler than we're used to this time of year. So I, I kind of elected to go a little more. I kind of got out to where I usually fish, and I, I saw the water was up. We got big tides right now. So I got out there and I was kind of like picking a spot. It's like before the tide was running, so I couldn't really gauge the current or anything. I was like, well, big tide, water's up. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to kind of elect to go in like this like 12, 14-foot little seam line. And as as we were anchored in there, there was a few boats out there before and a few boats out there um, that came out there after. A lot of guys were fishing at 30 to you know 35 foot, definitely fishing Which out a little deeper. Which you expect. For summer schnook. Right, right. Under normal, normal like, conditions. Right. Under normal. We've been super cold um, in the Columbia River this year. I mean, cloudy, rainy. I mean, we haven't had much of a summer at no. all. No. So, you know, when we, uh, I'm like, well, I'm going to go in here. And if I see a couple fish caught outside, I'll move out. You know what I mean? I'm like, I'll, I'll be this guy. And we, we went in and we ran plugs today. I wanted to, you know, we couldn't retain any steelhead. We couldn't retain any sockeyes. I said, you know what? I'm just going to run. Bunch of Brad's killer fish in size 14 and 15, and put a, I had five clients, a wedding party, put a couple people from Ohio and stuff. So I'm like, let's just put out the wall of death and see what happens. And uh, before we even had our first bite, you know, I sit there on my sit there on anchor, and I had the side scan running on you know both sides of the boat, and I was seeing fish. You know, not a lot, definitely not like what we see during sockeye yeah. season, uh, but not a lot of fish. But I was definitely seeing some move on both sides of the boat. Felt good about it. We ended up finishing like four for seven. And, uh, you know, for summer Chinook, I'll take that any day. Especially, honestly, like there was some guys like Swanson and those guys were just destroying the last few days. And today, I feel a lot of them struggled. Like it was definitely onesie twosie (laughs) kind of day. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. Caught a bunch of fish. Didn't see much else caught. But not a lot of guys were fishing in the lane that we were fishing in. And. Why they didn't move, I, I don't know why. They stayed out there, and, and maybe they were getting bit, and I wasn't seeing it or something. But uh, I mean, from what I heard up and down the river, it was a lot of fish caught on killer fish, quick yeah. fish, maglips, definitely a plug fishing show. If I could have fished, that would have probably definitely been my game plan. I don't know if I would have went as shallow as you, but that's probably what I would have fished for sure is quicks and mags and plugs. Yeah, but if you wouldn't have caught a fish in like the first couple I probably hours would have seen action, in. would you have moved? If would I would have you your anchor? Fish, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's one thing. Like, I, I mean, out of these, 
out of this, these 12, 15 boats that were anchored around me, I saw one guide move one time. That's yeah. it. Like, nobody else was, like, moving around, and none of them were moving any shallower. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, and the old... And, and, well, I ran wobblers yesterday, and I was running them, you know, to around 35 to 40 feet of water, and we had one takedown, and the only takedown we had was in 25 feet of water. And we saw anchor boats, both, all of them. We saw three different anchor boats all anchored in anywhere between, you know, 10 to 15 feet of water, and they all caught fish in shallow. Well, like I said, big tide, the current's blowing, water's up a little bit, water's a little cooler. Almost looking at, like, spring, late spring conditions. I mean, so fishing like you would springers almost. Yeah. I mean, yeah, moving in was definitely the place to be today. And to be fair, I was talking to some good fishermen like Swanson who's been hitting it all week. And I'm like, okay, dude, how's your, are, are you in tight? He's like, oh, yeah, we've been in tight. Yeah. So getting 12 feet, 10 feet kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Also had that kind of, I'm like, well, <laughs> well not I'll, much I'll take ch- some advice from guys that are actually out there doing it. Yeah, you've been, out, you've been in the yeah. ocean. So. I've been out in the ocean, yeah. not, not much had changed from the time when we were down steelhead fishing tight and catching Chinook. So. No. That right, would have been right, yeah. Goal. I mean, just three weeks ago, we were catching shit up in three feet of water. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't had much water condition changes since then. No, Maybe right. a little better clarity, but... Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, what's coming up for this opener, I don't see too much changing. I think we're supposed to have some cooler weather, like some unseasonably cold weather tomorrow. It's supposed to rain a little bit, I thought. Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. supposed to shower. It's like it's 70s, 70s all week. Yeah, I mean, you know, comfortable weather, but nice definitely weather. not 90s. Yeah. I don't need 90s. I'm about that 70 degree weather in the about Northwest. That 72. <laughs> I'm about that. That's perfect. Yeah, we have literally 70s all freaking week. Dude, perfect. Yeah. That's why the ocean's so nice. Yeah, it's consistent weather. Consistent weather. Consistent We're weather. not getting extremes. There's a little south wind coming up this weekend, but I think it's only going to be way offshore, and I think we'll be good on shore. If not, high slacks at seven for the fish tacos. So yeah, that's my plan, and unfortunately, I wish they would have opened some steelhead because they would open steelhead like this is a good week to be steelhead. Yeah, it would have been steelhead fishing for sure. Yeah, maybe I have plans this weekend. Truck plans. Truck so plans. plans. Josh yeah. is lifting his truck. I'm gonna lift my truck this weekend. It's gonna look sick though. Yeah, but I'd rather bonk some steelhead. That's yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, with a one fish limit, I mean, really, it's like how long is it gonna go take? Go down you? in the morning, bonk <laughs> fish, go home. Go down, go down, plunk for an hour, go home, and. Just have your cup of coffee. Yeah, dude. There's some yeah. trips too. I know if any of you guys are fishing locally, there's some trips that are starting to get some summer steelhead too in good numbers for mm-hmm. sure. Nice. So do not sleep on the tributary, mm-hmm. the tributary summers. And like Cam said, with the Columbia being closed and yep. no, no one out there really killing those summers, they're making it to the trips. Yeah, they definitely, definitely aren't getting caught in the Columbia. Mm-hmm. That's definitely for sure. Got some reports recently. There's some trip fish showing up. Yeah, yeah, which is good. So what about trolling? Yeah. You think anyone should be out there trying to troll? For summer Chinook right now? Yeah, I mean, like, just to be honest, I saw another guy catch one on the troll, like, right when we were kind of just anchoring in this morning, and, uh, you know, I saw him anchor up, and, and, uh, saw him anchor up and do his thing, and, uh, definitely, and, and he got one, like, before our plugs were even, I think I had only cast it out, like, two rods, just kind of waiting for him to start wiggling, um, you know, my group wanted to start a little later, because they were traveling from afar, but yeah, so I mean, yeah, that's got to be an. I mean, and, and honestly, when the tide's slack and there's not much going on, and you want to fish, well, what else are you gonna do, right? Yeah. So troll. Yeah. So he was trolling, and you got got. Yeah, him that's what I'm gonna try to do tomorrow. I'm gonna try to get out there after work. And was troll. he 360 fishing or just he triangles? Was 360 yeah. fishing. I'll give I'll, I'll give away his jam. That's exactly what for I'm that, gonna do. But yeah. I'm gonna try it. Why not? Why wouldn't it work? 
those fish are going to suspend a little bit when the tide gives up. Yeah, and when we say that the water's not, like, clear, it's definitely not, like, that summertime 12-foot no. of viz that the Columbia gets. It's definitely a more, like, you know, like, five or six. It's probably still clear enough to get one to go on a flasher. Like, you don't need to have a triangle, like, bouncing on the bottom. Make yeah. It happen, so, there's there's fish to be had. So, trolling, anchor fishing. I hadn't, I didn't hear much about wobblers. I didn't. I, I. There was some caught though. There was definitely some bait guys. I saw some pictures. Guys getting them. I there's heard guys from that catch, catch them. guys that catch them on wobblers even in March in springtime. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. there's those guys that just like to fish wobblers, and, and that's what they do. Oh, I know it works. I'm just. Yeah. I'm just trying to let people know what's going to be probably your best bet. It ain't going to be a wobbler, in my opinion. I think with the higher flows, fish pushed up against the side. Um, you know, you're not going to be fishing at depth. I mean, wobblers. I mean, I think wobblers like not just me thinking this but i'm sure a lot of people think that wobblers just seem to work better at depth you know 30 plus feet of water right yeah. i mean you catch them I mean, you can catch probably one in six feet of water with wobbler but at the end of the day like when you're bank fishing you're running three big lines and you're doing all that stuff i think it probably works better at depth yeah well you know i, I didn't think the fish were going to be there so yeah plugs all day they got you put a bunch of scent on them wrap them with some tuna put some procure oil on them not going to really discuss what Procure Oil, but put some Procure Oil on them. And, I uh, mean, there's a million you can try. A million you can try, but I'd suggest doing Your a little, typical I mean, salmon scents. Add a little scent to it and, uh, yeah, make it happen. Um, you know, I think it can't hurt you. No, I'd be... If I was going to bank fish this weekend, I'd probably be casting two spin glows and then sliding them. Slide a third down? Yeah. Slide one down? Yeah. Slide a uh, plug down. Yeah. yeah. Fish a plug from the bank because I think that could be effective. And Spinglow, you're going to catch fish. See, and I've done, like, there was a couple years. I remember there was one year you were fishing killer fish downriver from us, and you had hooked, like, four or five fish, and we were wobbler fishing upriver and hadn't hooked anything. And so I cut my entire wobbler set off and just did, a like, Triples. a four-foot dropper with one killer fish and cast it out and got a fish, like, that quick. <laughs> so, like, I think sometimes that's what it takes is just if you're not getting bit. I mean, we had seven, eight rods in the water with wobblers. Yeah. It's like, why not? Try something. Why not throw something else out there? Yeah. And, you know, same with, like, I was super disappointed in myself. I went a couple days ago, and I didn't bring any coon shrimp. And I was just, I couldn't believe it. I was like, why did I not bring any coon shrimp? I'm such an idiot. I feel like this is the time of year where you have to have the kitchen sink. Yeah. Like, spinners, mm-hmm. wobblers, plugs, coon shrimp, spinglows, everything. This is just the time of year all. that we have sat on anchor and done really yes, well, like, spinners a, on anchor. i got a memory picture of that. Uh-huh. Spinner and coon shrimp, baby. <laughs> yep. I got a memory it's exactly what it was. You got like, the current flow, and I don't understand. Coon why, spinners. I don't yeah. understand why more shelf. people don't do that with their, you know, with their wobbler floats. Like, you see, like, the guys, like, they'll run out, they'll run out wobblers in the float, and then they'll run out spinning glow, and it's like, yeah, but I think sometimes, like, a three-point... Five, like a little short bus mm-hmm. 3.5 blade and a little more vibration and stuff like that. And I don't know why it could go wrong. Yeah, there's not very many guys Put that run flow. triple spinner no. setups. Yeah, why not? No, we did start playing with super baits though. I did watch though. the Brad's guys run. Yeah, the Brad's got one live on their Facebook them. channel the other day. They ran a, a bobber with a super bait and got us. With a super bait. Yeah. yeah. A, a, mini, a mini KCP, or not KCP, but a mini KCP. Yeah, Kokanee. It was a Kokanee. Was it a Kokanee yeah. one? Uh-huh. Summer Chinook on a kokanee one behind so that could be killed. But they did downsize to the smaller wobbler float. I saw that. Yeah, to the smaller wobbler float. That looked pretty deadly, actually. Dude, it looked good. It was like a Michael Jackson, too, like super bait, like a custom color. Oh, uh, he showed me that one. It looked really good. Dude, it's getting me excited for fall. I can't wait to be out there 360 fishing in my new boat. Out in the ocean. Yeah, when, yeah. now it's like, where don't you 360 fish? Right. Because last year we had, we had I don't game, know when I get my new We boat. had that game changer at Buu 10 last year. I should ask right. him, though. I should get an update. 
I should get an update on my new. I thought it was one. August. It's it is, but I don't know when. I don't know an exact date in August. It's better be August thirteenth. That's what I yeah. told him. I'm like, dude, It'll I need be that August thing 13th. before Buoy Ten. Yeah, yeah, if you guys didn't <laughs> know, like I finally 1st. ordered a new boat. I'm super excited about it. I got a 21 foot Aluma Weld Columbia. What'd you put on the back of it? <clears throat> a Mercury. Mm. 200. No, I don't know what a four stroke. Four stroke what? what I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> no. yet. Oh, they're gonna hang it at when it gets delivered. Maybe. I haven't decided yet. I haven't told him. Yeah. I did actually. I told him probably 150, but I don't know. I don't 200. need a 200. That's the thing. I already rip around you too fast anyway. 200. What if you put a pump on it? Then you run a 150 with a pump. Nah. 200. <laughs> nah. Go I fast. just don't think go I'm going to put a go home. My ultimate goal is to get like a 17-foot like Travis's boat like I have and have my little jet boat and then have a, my Columbia. Yeah. And then eventually I'll have an ocean boat and have all three of me dialed. And then I'll have two rafts as well. Yeah, see, I, want, I need a... And jet skis and <laughs> you need an ocean boat that you just moor down there. No, we need to call Sea Dew. You said the jet ski. We gotta call Sea Dew. Like we need some fishing jet skis. I need to bomb up and down my local that like, would be pretty fun. river and like side drift and bobber fish that would on be a jet sick. ski. It'd be so sick. That would be fun. I know. Hey, Clint, you're not in this podcast. There's guys that go to the ocean. (laughs) Producer talk, we have to spank him. You've seen those guys out there, have you, Cam? Oh, guys in the ocean, tuna fishing and stuff. I mean, damn, that's freaking. That's freaking cool. If you're a jet skier out there and you're listening to this podcast in the Northwest and you fish, we want to film an addicted life with you. So hit us up. Jump on the back. (laughs) Hit us up. I'll be in an inner tube. No, give me another jet ski. (laughs) No, we'll do a follow boat. We'll follow you around and film. That'd be freaking sweet. Put you on a chest cam. It'll be hilarious. That'd be so awesome. That'd be fun. Super fun. That would be killer. So what about trib fishing, Josh? Have you gone and done any, chased any summers yet in the tribs? I went one day. I had Friday. I went early, and I didn't see any fish. I mean, I didn't hook anything. You didn't hook anything? No, but I know there were some fish in that river because I had a buddy send me a pretty good report of some fish being around. But it sounds like the fish that are coming in are just coming in in pods. And they're probably and they're probably And they're moving fast because the water is actually higher than normal years. I mean, the flow in that river was still really good compared to what I'm used to fishing in July. But there's definitely some fish around. Yeah, I think, yeah. See, our local river right now, like the one that we always it's watch, it's right here. Dude, it's way higher than it normally yeah. is this time of year. What yeah, is it? it was 200. Pumping. Oh, yeah. Sure. Is it 40? Yeah. It was pumping. <laughs> it was which, pumping for sure. Which 200, I mean, shoot, most of my steelhead raft trips, I was floating a river that was like 160 consistently all dude, season. If, yeah. if, this, if that river still had hatchery summer steelhead in it, dude, it would be. Him right now. Oh, my God. At 200, mm-hmm. it would be insane right now. It would have opened in May, right? Yeah. Yeah. Would have been awesome. Yeah, but we don't. Thank you, Wild Fish Groups. Idiots. Thank you, Wild Fish That's Groups. That's all right. I'm starting my own hatchery. Let's not go that route. If you guys want to fund Marlin's Hatchery, that's the, what we're calling it. Marlin's Fish Box. And pretty much what we're, we're going to do what the state did with segregated stocks. We're just going to go get a bunch of random non-native genetic uh, or non-basin genetic freaking fish. Like, let's just go for no, like, the Pinal and just like stick them in there and say, screw it anyways. Take them all. No. Okay. Good idea. If you guys want to fund, if you guys want to donate a million dollars to me, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to run addicted on the side, and I'm going to start a hatchery, privately funded, and we're going to load every single river in this entire Northwest with hatchery fish, all of them. Even if they have strong wild runs, I'm still going to put like five. <laughs> <laughs> Just well, kidding. Think, but if you think about it, then at least that would force the state to then have hatchery-only fisheries on wild endangered tule stocks just because they stray rate stuff out with their weirs. Yeah. Oh, wait. Did I just say that? Yes, I did. And that's a fact. And that's truth. And that's what happens. How stupid is that? 
That's hmm. so dumb. Let's close the buoy 10 fishery because we are too afraid of wild toolies, but yet conduct a wild toolie, we'll call it a catch and release fishery while people are egg gagging them, looking for the hatchery strays that are coming from another river into said river because they have to clean up their flipping mess. That is exactly what happens. All facts. That's Fact. crazy. Yep. That is so Pretty dumb. Pretty sad. Pretty lame. Yeah. Pretty dumb. Well, hopefully Thank someday you. they get it figured out. Jeez. Yeah, and if you don't believe me, go ahead and shoot me a little private message. I'll be more than happy to tell you off the air. <laughs> okay, <laughs> which river is exactly be... what's going on? And that has come back. That came, <laughs> yeah, that is from the Region 5 bio's mouth. Yeah. Pretty soon they're not going to be studying fisheries. They're going to be studying extinct fisheries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Why they went extinct? Well, I wonder why. Because we're idiots. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I'm like, anyways. Back what to else is the trib on? fish. So I heard Jordan's been doing really well. He's been catching a lot of fish yeah. in the tribs. And he's told me it's been a primarily a spinner show. And then also eggs. He's been getting a lot of fish on eggs. Oh, yeah, because he, yeah, he, <laughs> he called me up. He's like, dude, I need some eggs. I'm like, oh, my gosh. My wife and kids are down here at the beach with me like, I need to break into my house because I've got like 30 quarts I'm not going to use. And I'm pretty much at the time of year I'm going to replace you start it. getting a bunch, yeah. But I need to give him. I need, I need to call he owes me home. a couple trips. I need to go with him. Yeah, I need to get him. Uh, <laughs> what, he so owes my dad trips. Meat? My dad processes elk for him. Yeah, he said he's been doing really good. So that's that's really good news to hear for yeah. sure. So if you're, if you're local here in the Northwest, make sure you guys get to the tribs and catch some steel. Yeah, because I got another report from another big trib today actually. Killed three fish. Yeah. Plunkin. Yep, mm-hmm. I've heard that same thing happening. Yep. So that's exciting. That's exciting. If you guys are not from the Northwest, let us know some subjects that you want us to talk about. Make sure you guys drop some comments below. Let us know what you guys want us to talk about. What different things you want to see us talking about on this podcast. Drop some comments on Apple. Drop some comments on Spotify, Google Play. Make sure you guys do that for us, please. And then leave us a review. Leave us a review. Let us know that you guys love the podcast or you don't love it, or whatever. Either way, it helps us to get this thing syndicated out there to more people to hear it. But we definitely need some ideas from you guys out there because we're going to start trying. We we are the worst at like switching subjects 50 times during yeah. this podcast. And I hear it. I see it from you guys. In the A lot of you guys love it, think it's hilarious, but I see a lot of comments <laughs> you know, too where you guys, we, we, would we you started, stay focused? And, and, and at the beginning of this podcast, we were talking about Summer Shaduck, and we just started getting into it, and then you went like... <laughs> You took it like off into the. You're like, like we're not going to do this anymore. Like Marlon, you're doing this now. It's hard not to. When you just like, I, know. I don't know. I know. I know. Well, we you just, just, it's, it it brings a memory or something. This is what happens when you just talk fishing. You just end up just yeah. ranting, yeah. just going so off about all sorts well, of different and things. And we always and we all talk with each other all day long, you yep. know, about whatever. So yeah. it's just super comfortable, whatever, and just that's the way it goes. But, well, we hope you guys are liking yeah. them, but we want to make them better for you too. We want to keep yeah. evolving these things and keep making things better. As you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, shout out to our members only. We appreciate you guys. We have changed the studio once again. Now we're sitting. We're going to change it again too. Now we're sitting uh, in lawn chairs with like a fold-out table, but we're getting yeah. closer to what we want it to be like. So you're just going to keep seeing it evolve. If you are not listening. Or if you're not watching on YouTube, you can have an opportunity to watch on YouTube. All you got to do is just go to our YouTube channel and join up as a member. You'll see there's a few different perks that you get by doing that. So head over to our YouTube channel and check that out if you would. I think that's all we got, yeah? Yeah. Yes. The yes. podcast yes. will only get better from here on out, guys. It will. It's going to get much better. I have some plans for some cool guests. We're going to call some people in. Lots of good things happening. So thanks again for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll see you on the river. Thanks, guys. Later, boys.